0: We're back. We're the Hillcrest Duo. We're back. And this is episode uh, It's it's been a while. Uh, do you have do you actually have the number cuz I don't have it in front of me? Oh, I don't. <laughs> we're somewhere Tattoo. in the, We're in the 90s. We'll just say we're in the 90s. It doesn't matter what number we are because we are the Hillcrest Duo. I am Brad Risto. Follow me on Twitter at Brad Risto. I am joined by my co-host, Metal
1: John. Hey, you can follow me on Twitter at Metal John Radio. I'm also on the on the gram with the same handle at Metal John Radio.
0: I think I'm on Instagram. I think I'm still
1: Outsider Brad. So, oh, yeah, I, I've got a lot of people that try to convince me that I need to do the Snapchat thing, but I just can't do that. I I'm not. Twitter's good enough for me. Instagram's cool for like videos and photos yeah. and and things like that. Um, those two take up. All of my social media time, uh, you know, Facebook occasionally, but, you know. I I hear you. I hear you, man. I just don't have room for another one. <laughs> there's too many. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, as you said, it's been a while since me and you have cut a podcast, and I can't even remember the last time. I think it was maybe right before or right after I went to Las Vegas, which was. That like,
0: sounds about right, yeah. Which was
1: back in September. I know we did not cut a podcast in all of October, and the whole reason why is because well, October is my favorite month of the year, yeah. and I was extremely busy between going to haunted houses, going to Six Flags Fright Fest, doing all kinds of Halloween stuff, watching movies, and spending time with my family. Just family. so many October. Oh, and things. it's
0: episode eighty nine, by the way. We're on episode eighty nine.
1: Okay. Uh, So that's why October was, we were MIA, but there's been a lot of... Well,
0: I was also out um, uh, of town the last, past two weekends. I was down in the Great Smoky Mountain area, Tennessee. Oh, and you change your accent. Nah, you have to when you're down there. It just isn't... Did you go to Waffle House? I did go to a Waffle House. What, What did you have? I had a pecan waffle with chocolate chips.
1: Oh, that doesn't sound healthy, Brad.
0: Well, I was on vacation, so I enjoyed it, and it was very good. Okay. But um, no, I had a good time down there. While I was down there, I did a lot of things. I went to great the, the Smoky Mountain National Park. We went up to the top of the Smoky Mountains, which is Clingmans um, Dome, over six thousand feet metal. It was it was pretty cool. I, I've been higher i'm sure you have and in an
1: airplane yeah. yeah yeah definitely higher than but we all
0: also down in that area of gatlinburg and pigeon forge is an amusement park called dolly wood owned by dolly parton obviously and you would have been out of your mind the day i went we went on a tuesday in the middle of october mm-hmm. and they have i believe a total of seven roller coasters and some of them are by whatever the ranking site is for roller coasters are in the top 50 for that particular kind. Oh, really? Yes. And every single roller coaster, goose egg of a weight, you get to the front. You get All you had to do was get through the terminal and get right on the ride. Oh, that's awesome. So you would have just been out of your mind all day.
1: I did not realize Dollywood had... That many roller coasters. I, I mean, believe it's
0: around six. I don't have the right in front of me.
1: I've heard of Dollywood. I've been to the Smoky Mountains area when I was a kid. Um, we never went to Dollywood. There are three that I know but, you would like. There's the lightning rod where
0: you know how in roller coasters you just go up the hill kind of slow. Yeah. Shoots you out, and then it's just a regular roller coaster after that. But you go oh, nice, sh- shooting up the hill. And- I do
1: like when the roller coasters do that where you just go from sitting still to oh, you're <laughs> gone. gone. Um, I love that. Uh, there's a, I mean, one of the best ones that does that is the Aerosmith roller coaster at uh, at Hollywood Studios at, in Disney. That's, it's uh, that's Disney, and then the Incredible Hulk roller coaster does that. Uh, uh, and then my favorite roller coaster, Top Thrill Dragster at uh, Cedar Point, does that. Um, I do, um, I do Wild
0: Eagle that. is another nice one with a lot of good loop de loops, and the Tennessee Tornado, also mm. good. And then there are some ones that aren't quite as extreme. It has one, actually the, their wooden coaster is ranked in the top 10 for wooden coasters. Oh. Yeah, and it's a good one. It's a 2 minute um, 30 second ride and you are just being whipped around a lot. I mean, obviously most roller as you know most wooden roller coasters don't do the loop-de-loops because they tried to do them in the past and people had neck breakage. So, yeah. But this one gets pretty darn close with some of the angles it goes on. It's a good time, and you'd probably enjoy yourself, especially if you went down when we did. Plus, you could be down in Tennessee and do a bunch of moonshine tastings.
1: Mm, the shine,
0: huh? The shine. And a, and whiskey. So you in. were there for two full weeks? Um, No, we were there from Saturday to Saturday, one week.
1: Oh, okay. Got so that's there. why you were gone two Saturdays.
0: Yes, went down on a Friday night, actually. We originally left and stopped just south of Indianapolis to, and then uh, continued all the way down to Gatlinburg, and then I, we just did the return trip in one day. All right. Tried to, ma- but we wanted to make sure that at least the trip down wasn't as bad because that's a long drive. It takes about ten hours.
1: Yeah. So you got uh, you got got your vacation in. That's mm-hmm. good. Um, obviously, I went on my vacation to Vegas, and then uh, next weekend I'm heading up to San Francisco for a little weekend getaway. And while I'm in San Francisco, Brad. Yeah. I am going to. The tour of the Winchester House. Cool. Bought Don't tickets get for lost. It, bought tickets for the Winchester House. Don't get lost. And just to defend myself, I am not going to the Winchester House just because of the movie that came out. Oh no, I, I actually have, have heard of the Winchester yes. House prior to the movie. I just haven't had a chance just, to go to it yet.
0: I just uh, what I love. One thing I do love about that movie is they go with the based on a true story thing, like they do with Fargo. Yes, it's based on a true story. There is a house that was owned by a gun family, and there are people who think it's haunted. It may yes. not be, but that's what people think.
1: And and, and well, and I think the you know the idea behind how crazy of a layout the house is with all the rooms and and what doors
0: that go nowhere.
1: Or yeah, are just like, pitfalls. And, and that's what I'm really looking for. I'm just I'm just happy to I get to walk around through that house like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, they do like the whole like haunted thing where you can go at dark time and do like a haunted tour. I'm like, I just want to go see the
0: house. No, I, you just want to see the house. You want to yeah. hear more of the story actually. And
1: where this house is at, by the way, like when you watch the movie and you see like the house from like a distance, mm-hmm. it's like middle of nowhere. Yeah. Well, that whole San Jose area is so <laughs> developed. <laughs> I, I, cause I drove by the house once the house sits on a busy road right next to a movie theater. Across the street is a mall. Yeah. I, just, I mean, well, it's like you're at a red light, you make a left, you go into the mall, make a right, you go to the Winchester house. It's right there at a busy intersection. Well, let's it's do not like, Come on. You're driving like... through the hills and up through the redwoods or anything to get to this house. It's You get off the highway, hit a red light, make a left, and you turn right into the, the parking lot of the house.
0: Come on. If it was like that in the movie, it kind of would have lost the ambiance yeah. if um, they were oh, trying to get around the house and they get to one of the outside rooms. Oh, look. There's a movie playing.
1: Yeah, well even if you Google Maps the house which a lot of people do after seeing the movie cuz I want to see what the house looks like, you know. You see oh my god there's a shopping mall across the street. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um outside of um uh, what you're going to do have you done anything uh what kind of pop culture things have you seen or
1: Oh my done? god, I've seen so many movies, Brad, where do you want to start?
0: Uh how about I start with at least two of the games that I've played that I really enjoyed. Um, Last month, obviously, was a big month because the Spider-Man game came out for PS4. They actually had a DLC. I've heard
1: nothing but good things about that game.
0: Oh, it's awesome. You swing around and you feel like you're Spider-Man, and it's a good story. Try it at home. Insomniac Games, who um, uh, have made a bunch of great games in the past, including Crash Bandicoot, took um, a lot of liberties, but good liberties with the Spider-Man mythos because they do make changes. It's just a delight to play, and I actually got a bit of a gut punch at the very end of the game because it does get a little more emotional than you're expecting as my mic starts to drop. Oh, no, help. But um, that was a game that I played and really, really enjoyed, and obviously last week um, another game dropped that I'm playing right now and is going to take me a while to beat, and that is Red Dead Redemption 2. Who doesn't want to be a cowboy?
1: grand theft auto in the wild wild west
0: yes and my problem is in this game you get the choice to be an outlaw or an honorable person and i'm going through as being as honorable as possible Mm. i can just see you though of course you would i can see you wow that guy has a good looking horse bang now i have a good looking horse
1: Yes, I, uh, I I do need to get that game. My it problem is. is is I just don't have the time. You probably uh, don't
0: have the space on your hard drive either. It takes about a hundred gigabytes. Wow. So if you get it, uh, get an expansion drive. They're pretty cheap. You can get it a solid state drive, which will actually be faster mm-hmm. of a hard drive um, and a, not crash. And not crash. You can get a solid state one, and its casing for probably under a hundred bucks for five terabytes. Jeez. Terabytes.
1: Yeah, I'm. I, I think I'm probably not going to get into that game for for a while now because yeah. I'm I'm on Call of Duty, uh, Black Ops, and you're getting what? to
0: fi- you're finally getting to do something that um I've been doing for a while and that's the battle royal mode.
1: Yes, Blackout. Um,
0: because that I was obviously made famous in well actually play Unknowns um game but really got made made famous by Fortnite.
1: Yeah. Well, the Star Wars game too. Did well, yeah, but that,
0: well, that that wasn't a hundred people yeah. though. That's what um, Player Unknown in Fortnite did was the hundred people whittled down to one.
1: So the best I've done so far in Blackout is fourth place.
0: I can. Uh, you're going to be the, ten- wor-
1: the worst. I've done is 100th. Actually, surprisingly, the worst I've done is probably in the 60s.
0: I could imagine. However.
1: The most kills I've ever had in a single game has only been, like, two. I can't I usually imagine. only get one kill if I'm lucky, two kills, and sometimes zero kills.
0: Well, I would, you'd do what I'd probably do, and that's probably try and hide in the beginning.
1: Well, yeah, well, I mean, when you first drop in, you have nothing. I know. So you right away you drop in, and you're trying to load up on weapons and ammo and trying to find stuff. But the problem is, is other people may drop in the same area. Uh, the luckiest kill I ever had, I mean, this is luck. I dropped right by like a, a a machine gun. Nice. I picked it up and a guy dropped right next to me with nothing. He's dead. Hi. Easy kill for me. I'll take it. Uh
0: <laughs> I can imagine the screenshot you're gonna get when you win, though. Like when you get your first number one. Click, 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 uh, click,
1: click. I don't know if I can get no because that map gets smaller and smaller. And I've watched. You know, when I've finished in like the top fifteen, sometimes I'll sit there and I'll just watch. You know, watch watch the game finish because you can see from other people's yes. point of view. And I like to just see what they do yeah. because that's actually, like, a good way to sort oh, of learn of what do you do when it comes down to, like, the final five and you're in this really small area and, and everybody's just freaking out. You just look this way. You look that way. You're constantly Fortnite, looking, you know?
0: In Fortnite, the way to win at that point is you have to start doing base building and see if you can hold people off. Yep. But that's a different component altogether. But, yeah – um, that's what I've done. but movies you've seen, what are some of the movies you've seen that you um, are in love with other than Halloween?
1: Yeah. Well, well, Halloween was fantastic, by the way, it's all that two nights in a row. Uh, just, I mean, well, I, you we know, won't go into much detail with it, but I'll just say it's, it was one of those movies that it, I I thought it was a great tribute to the original franchise. It felt like watching the original franchise again, Uh simple storyline. I mean, good kills, mm-hmm. uh, some really funny moments and, uh, and have, like, little nods to other things in the Halloween franchise. So, overall, great movie. I, a lot of fun. Perfect for, like, you know, the Halloween season. Uh, as far as really great movies, I've seen First Man with Ryan Gosling. I've heard was amazing. I went and saw that in IMAX. Um, problem with that movie is a lot of people n- don't know what to expect going into it. It actually is a movie about Neil Armstrong. It's not an action space movie. So, it's a character-driven it's a movie. It's it's about him, his home life, you know? Right. Uh, you kind of get into his mind a little bit. Ryan Gosling's amazing in it. You'll probably see an Oscar nomination from him. However, last night, I saw uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I've heard good things about this. Uh, good, mo- Really good movie. Uh, probably one of the best of the year. Watch um, His
0: Face, who stars as Freddie Mercury, I heard, is also R- Rami get-
1: Malek. Yeah. He is probably, right now, the lock to win Best Actor because he is brilliant in this movie as freddie mercury I um, thought, um the guy from but, the
0: star is born would also have a chance see
1: i was gonna get to that movie next. okay but, all right let me finish with bohemian Sorry. Rhapsody* real quick you don't even have to be a big queen fan to really like this movie but you don't know worry, queen, everybody I'm, knows queen songs so you know you're gonna get into that and then you've got michael myers is in the movie playing kind of like a head of a studio at uh yeah and he makes a reference no. Subtle reference. Should, should I give it away? I'm going to give it give away. Give it away. Small spoiler, okay? So he's sitting line. He's sitting in the studio – or no, I'm sorry, not the studio. His office. Queen is in the office, and Queen is presenting him with Bohemian Rhapsody as this is going to be our next hit.
0: Oh, And he's listening,
1: to, he's listening to it, and he's not into it. He's, he's not digging his laces. He goes, it's six minutes long. It's too long for radio. It's too long for – he goes – and I don't – and I just don't think kids will sit in their car and head bang to this music. Party on way. Boom. I was like, yes, that was awesome. Great – you know that was written. Yes. Just for him to say. That was – I loved it. I Anyways, love it. that was a cool moment. Um, probably one of the coolest moments of the movie. Uh, but just st- a sly, subtle nod. Yeah. And then uh, Star is Born. Man, I hated that movie. Really? Everyone loves it. No, I hated it. I Here's why I hated it. Like, I felt like the entire movie was just, like, a commercial for the movie soundtrack. Like, they had, like, two or three songs in the movie, and they performed those same two or three songs the full length several times. Okay. As opposed to Queen, you know what Another One Bites the Dust is. So when they perform in the movie, it's, like, 45 seconds and then you never hear it again in the movie. Bohemian Rhapsody, there's a the clip where they're making the song, presenting the song, performing the song, and that's it. There's no like, oh, let's just replay the same song 35 times in the movie because that's the name of the movie. Star Born, they try to make you feel like you should feel sympathy for these characters. I don't feel sympathy at all for either two of the characters in the movie. I didn't really think the acting was that great. And I, I obviously am not into the music, but... I didn't hold that against the movie mm-hmm. uh, because I've seen what was the the movie with uh, Jeff Bridges where he was a country star that was kind of washed up, and he won the Oscar for it. and Crazy a, Heart. Yeah, crazy, and I loved that movie, and that was about a country star. This was also trying to play on that whole country, Bob Dylan, rock and roll. Like, the, so you weren't impressed with it. Lady Gaga. Well, I mean, she's a good singer, but... I, I, I just walked out of that movie, and I was like, all right, so they want me to buy the soundtrack. Lady yes. Gaga wants to be an actress, and now Bradley Cooper wants to be a music star. Okay.
0: I think he also wants to be a director.
1: But Okay, so you hey, he didn't was, like it. I thought I was really over—and if I was to pick between two movies—like, got Bohemian Rhapsody and A Star is Born are both in theaters right now. Go see them both back-to-back, back and I'm going to tell you, you're going to like Bohemian Rhapsody more because— you actually care about Freddie Mercury's character right. in this movie. In the other movie, you don't care about Bradley Cooper or Lady Gaga's character. Okay, it's very predictable storyline. You kind of know where it's going.
0: Well, it's also, you know what's going to yes.
1: happen, and it's just it's just boring. <laughs> Alrighty, um, that's really it for movies. But Netflix, have you watched anything on Netflix?
0: I have not. I
1: I'm I'm starting to get. Hmm. Starting to get a little like I feel like overwhelmed with the Netflix because they have so many shows, and I feel like as soon as I start one, yeah, three days later, another show drops that I'm like, oh my god, I want to watch that one. They too. do
0: do that now, yeah. I mean, I mean you can't make so it through much everything. Overlap.
1: Like, I had, um, I started watching because it was Halloween, I wanted to watch The Haunting of Hill House, yeah, fantastic series, by the way, Brad. Okay, really cool, like, ghost story, like. It's not trying to be horror. It's not trying to be scary. And, like, the ghost scenes are very subtle. Right. Like, somebody be walking down a hallway, and you'll just see, like, the like a ghost standing in the doorway. Character doesn't interact with it. Character doesn't see it. You see it as the audience, and then you never see it again. Cool. Like, like a lot of moments like that happen in this movie. Then there is some interaction with the ghost. And I think you'd really like the movie, Brad, because it's... It, show. Show. It feels like a movie, because... It's 10 Netflix. episodes, and it's really hard to put that one down. It's a really good show. Okay. Um, but then Making a Murderer season two just dropped. House of Cards just dropped. I think there's another Daredevil that's there out there. There is. All these shows I haven't even seen yet because I just, I, while I was watching one show, like four more shows had dropped. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to be like buried in Netflix can, list can of I shows talk, for a while.
0: I do want to talk about something I do want to see it because some, uh, ads have dropped that make me want to see it and i was kind of uh cold to it when it was first announced and that is spider-man enter the spider-verse
1: oh i saw the previews for that the
0: commercials i mean i like the fact that they're gonna have because i actually saw some spoilers and if you want me to i can get into them it's go for it uh, okay in the beginning yes full spoilers for what i this is from ign for the first 30 minutes of the movie um In the universe that they're in, actually, Miles is not Spider-Man yet, but there is a Spider-Man. He's about a 23-year-old Spider-Man, and it's at least heavily hinted he's the Spider-Man from the first three Spider-Man films, the Tobey Maguire ones, if not outright said. Because you see that in the previews, though. Yeah. Regardless, he gets into a battle with the Kingpin, gets hit with a beam, and it incapacitates him enough that the Prowler kills him so the spider-man from miles's universe is now dead but now miles has spider-man powers which brings in the spider-man we've been seeing in the trailers the peter parker we've been seeing in the trailers about a late 30s maybe even early 40s spider-man so a spider-man like you metal he's been spider-man since he's been 15 and at this point is had his life kind of been put through the crapper.
1: Oh, yeah! Because some of the previews I've seen look really interesting, where they've got Spider-Man's from different universes yes. all kind of crossing paths. Well, one I'm of the my Spider-Man fa- man from this universe.
0: <laughs> one of the fi- my favorite Spider-Man man uh, is going to be in it, voiced by Nick Cage, and that's Spider-Man Noir, who's a uh, 1920s 1930s Spider-Man. So he uses guns, and he's just. Basically, a noir detective. All right. And, of course... And this is
1: going to be a theatrical Yes, and, of course, you
0: did see it. John Mulaney as (laughs) Spider-Ham. And he's just a fan favorite, including one of mine, and I look forward to it. He's obviously going to be adding a lot of the comic relief.
1: Okay. Well, I'm glad you brought up Spider-Man, because I did see the Venom movie.
0: Yes, and I did not, because... I saw way too many mixed reviews. and
1: Yeah, I would say I'm sort of one of those mixed reviews because I went into the movie not expecting much. However, the interaction between Tom Hardy and Venom where they're sort of talking to each other, yeah, that is really well written. It's very funny. But the overall storyline is just kind of blah. Well, from what I However, understand. However, I, I will say this about it, and I've told anybody who's asked me. I recommend watching the movie. Just watch it once because that's really all it needs. Yes. You watch it once, you enjoy some of the cool moments and really funny moments between Venom talking to Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy talking back to Venom. Like those moments are really good and they're not overdone. Like they could have just really overdone that and like try to like Right. It would have been too much, but they had almost the perfect balance of that. But I don't believe the bad guys. I don't like
0: but, from what I understand is it also kind of loses its tone in not knowing whether it wants to be a full on superhero movie or the kind of horror movie that they were originally um thought they were going to be doing,
1: yeah, it does play with that because you you kind of get a little bit of both, you and know it, you, you know tom Hardy you know, Eddie Brock wants to do good um. And that's where part of the comedy comes in because it's like he wants to do good and the Venom's like, let me eat his head. And, you know, no, we don't eat people. (laughs) You know, it's just, it's, it's moments like that, you know, where he's like, I bet his head tastes good. No, we're not going to eat him. (laughs) Um, there's some of that, which I'm saying is that provides some good entertainment. So the movie's worth watching once.
0: I'll wait for it to come out and I can rent it. will you
1: buy it on 4K and watch it all the time.
0: No, I'll just rent it. I'll rent it.
1: There you go. It's
0: okay. worth watching. Uh, moving on, um, we are going to want to have to talk about The Walking Dead because tomorrow um, uh, the uh, fourth is Lincoln's last ride is Rick Grimes. Ooh. But do you have any other thoughts before we uh, jump into that?
1: No. Um, I say I'm, I've gotten pretty – I feel like Walking Dead has definitely gotten stale. Well,
0: <laughs> well, it seems like Rick Grimes, Andrew Lincoln knew when to uh, – mosey on off because he announced his departure and the episodes just don't have the same mm, connection but then again i've had that a bit of that same problem with another show that i started watching um uh, earlier this year and that's the lethal weapon series started watching it uh, two episodes into this year damon wayne's announced he's leaving and i'm like oh well i guess that probably means it's pretty much done and that's kind of probably the problem when a show's prohibitive star announces he's done we as fans know, okay, they're gonna try to keep it going, but they're not gonna be able. So I'm cashing out too. Yeah, put my chips in. I'm done.
1: Well, another show is doing that. The show I'm a big fan of, Shameless, which is set in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Its main star, uh, Emmy Rosum. she announced she's leaving the show, as well as another cast member, uh, who is uh, uh, Cameron Mohagen. He yeah. plays the Joker in the in the Gotham series uh. as well. Uh, both those. Uh, cast members are leaving shameless, but shameless is a show where the balance is so across the board where it's a full I, ensemble. Well, yeah, well, there's, there's a big cast and ever, I feel, like, and I've told people this every season, there's a cast member or a character you're going to really like that you never liked before. Mm-hmm. And on the flip side, there's going to be a character that you're really going to hate. You're going to be like, oh, my God, why is she so annoying this year? Right. Last year she was great. She was funny. This year she's a bitch. Bad writing. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's a lot of that going on with this show. So this is a good show where you can do that. I feel like okay. you can lose two cast members and keep the show still alive see, because it's so well written. But you said
0: one of them is the prohibitive star.
1: Yeah, but she's also become a character that nobody really likes anymore. Like uh, okay. she was, she was great early in the series. And on the well, flip see, side, it, William H. Macy's character was, was a pile of garbage. Right. <clears throat> and now almost the tables have turned where she is sort of like the bad person. And you're like, oh, I'm so sick of her. And William H. Macy, you're like, oh, my God, I love it. Well, you see, <laughs> there, that's probably the problem
0: that um, The Walking Dead has as we return to Andrew Lincoln leaving. They were able to write it so they could write out the original star. There are some shows you can't do that. One of, the West Wing, you probably couldn't have gone without President Bartlett because – you know, it's a show about the West Wing of the pres- a presidential administration, but not neither here nor there. They haven't planned ahead enough to get make Daryl Dixon or Michonne be the full-on uh, shoulder-bearing star. And we still don't know who's going to be that star.
1: Well, we know it's going to be one of those two. It could be Maggie. Hmm. Maybe. She seems to kind of have, like, her character, I feel like she's kind of leading in that direction of, I want Well, to I charge. think she'll
0: be the leader. I don't think she'll be the star of the show. She All may right. be the leader, but now, do I we, think... Michelle-
1: do, do we know how Rick Grimes is going to leave the show?
0: No, and that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Yes,
1: let's make our quick predictions on that. Because I
0: think, because, because usually with The Walking Dead, it's a surprise, at least until well, probably about this time when... Uh, Chris comes on, and he's going to be on the show with us for The Talking Dead, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, so he dies. But we've known this for ages. So what if the writers do something completely different, completely unheard of? Let him ride off into the sunset like the cowboy he is.
1: Like he... so He, he... has
0: to go off for some, whatever arbitrary reason, he has to leave the group.
1: And he gets to ride off into the sunset but, again, the only problem with that is he's got a kid. True. He's got Michonne. Yeah. Is she with baby? Uh,
0: We were I thinking that
1: he was going to get her pregnant before he left. I mean, that was – I, I kind of had that feeling like she was going to get knocked up. So I, I just don't feel like he would just leave all of that behind and go I'm, off on his I'm own. I'm saying there
0: could be circumstances um, that force it, but
1: – I mean
0: – I just – I mean, because the only other option is he becomes a walker, and that's what they've done with all of them, basically. Yeah, I mean – I think they're going to try and do something different. I think they're going to try and be creative. That's all.
1: Yeah, but they would have to have – you would have to have a believable enough reason for him to just – for his character to, like, leave the group and go off on his own. I mean, what if he came down with, like, a serious illness or something, and he was like, guys, I'm going to die. Before he
0: dies, he gets to ride off into the sunset. He's terribly sick, but good enough to ride. And he says, I don't want any of you to see me like that. I'm just going to go off into the sunset and see how many walkers I can take with me. Give me some guns. If I could write an
1: ending for him, (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say Negan gets out, kills Rick, goes on a rampage, maybe takes out one or two other characters and gets out of the group. And this way here, now you've got... America's favorite villain on the loose and he kills off Rick.
0: That could be and none.
1: then you kinda have that like awesome like old crap moment right at the mid season finale where that could be that's <clears throat> very good. I mean I, I, I kinda want that to happen because I feel like if Rick leaves or Rick dies before Negan is out, Negan, it's only a marker. But matter we would have to
0: I realize that, but we would have already heard that Jeffrey Dean Morgan was on set. And that would have leaked by now. Yeah. And he, we didn't got no such leaks. And I realize they're pretty good at it.
1: Well, but... I've also heard that they they do like to film other options and then decide later what they're gonna go with. Like apparently that's right. what they did with the the big death scene. You right. know, where who Negan killed. You know, with the bat. Right. Like they they filmed a lot of different deaths and then they decided to go on the.
0: Abraham well, maybe they maybe they uh, filmed it when he was still there, but then we also probably would have heard uh, that he has a contract. Yeah. I'm just saying there would have been enough scuttlebutt by now that we would have had um, the at least base inkling
1: that this is going to happen. Well, I feel like the show needs a spark. It needs. I, I don't. I think the Rick riding off the sunset would just keep the, this being stale as it already is. It needs a spark. It needs. Some like yeah moments, and well, I'm not getting it with the show right now. And I feel like the only way I'm going to get it is if Negan somehow gets out and goes on a rampage, kills one or two people, maybe one of them being Rick, and and gets out, and then all of a sudden he's going to try to rally up his troops again, you know, and try to go back to well, war. Like I just think that that's what this show sort of needs. Well,
0: you see, because the problem you don't with-
1: have that conflict going on. The only conflict on the show right now is the conflict. Between the group, between Maggie and Rick and Michelle, I feel like that's the only conflict you have on the show right now. And we've known these characters for so long that we just, I think the audience, I think we're bored with it.
0: I think um, it's going to be a hard sell to keep the show going much past the next half of the season anyways, even if they get what you want.
1: And speaking of that, before we sign off, pretty disappointed to hear Luke Cage got canceled. Well, we can probably which blame which was one them. of the better shows of all of those. We can probably blame Netflix. the
0: Marvel streaming service coming out soon, the Disney dra- streaming yeah. service. But I mean, I would have
1: much rather seen Iron Fist. I'd even say I would have rather Daredevil got canceled over Luke Cage. Really? That's surprising. Jessica Jones got canceled too, right? No, no, she's still. I would have. I, she could have got canceled.
0: The Punisher. I, I mean, I think Punisher Daredevil. and Luke Cage
1: are the two best of all of those shows. Well. It's
0: happened, and we'll see what happens with the Marvel streaming service. They might be able to get him back. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what happens. Regardless, we will talk about that in actually two weeks, because as Metal already alluded to, he is out of town next week. But after that, we should be pretty well set for just coming in week in and week out.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll have plenty to talk about, obviously, and we may go back and revisit some of uh, the some things of the little... we missed. Yes.
0: There will be a new segment, The Stuff We Missed. The Stuff We Missed. All right, well, this has been episode 89 of the Hillcrest Duel. I am uh, one of your hosts, Brad Risto. Follow me. I am at Brad Risto on Twitter, and I'm joined by Metal John.
1: And you can follow me on Twitter at Metal John Radio.
0: Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back in two weeks. Have a good one.